0: Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight... It's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. Again, freetalklive.com. All right, your phone calls are the primary elements if you make them. Otherwise, we'll talk about things you might find interesting. Uh, Mark, you've got a story that we've mentioned and mentioned and mentioned and never gotten to. So let's start with that tonight. We're going to start with it. Great. Well, if you you, you don't mind. I'm ready to go. Uh, And then Sam will tell us about... Sam versus the honking horn today. <laughs> we'll explain what that means here uh, in a little bit. But go ahead, Mark. What's this story about? And where's this, it
1: from? Uh, this is from Gizmodo. I believe I got it from freetalklive.com. I've, I've had it in my uh, uh, you know, saved show prep file for so long I forgot the, the source that I managed to find it. It's
2: on Live. Yeah. yeah. I was going to read it yesterday.
1: So uh, gizmodo.com. Uh, and it's, are cameras the new guns? That's what Napolitano says, Judge Andrew Napolitano. In response to a flood of Facebook and YouTube videos that depict police abuse, a new trend in law enforcement is gaining popularity. In at least three states, it is now illegal to record any on-duty police officer. In at least three states, it is now illegal to record any on-duty police officer. Anytime, anywhere. (laughs) Well, as they'll go into it a little later, that's not exactly true. No? Anytime they want to enforce it, anywhere they want to enforce it. If you find a cop who's helping a little kid across the street or, you know, pulling a balloon out of a tree for a small child. they have a problem with it then. Saving a kitten from a burning building, they're not going to prosecute you for it. It's just when you catch them doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repeat that line one more time for the uneducated, unwashed masses out there. In at least three states, it is now illegal to record any on-duty police officer. Welcome to the free country. Protect remember, and you- serve.
0: But it's not a police state. No, Next no. time you
1: put your hand in your heart and you say the Pledge of Allegiance, I just want you to remember, in at least three states, <laughs> it is now illegal to record any on-duty police officer. Now,
0: it is now. How recent is this? It's relatively recent. Yeah.
1: Even if the encounter involves you and may be necessary in to your defense and if the recording <laughs> is on a public street where there is no expectation of privacy. Yeah.
0: Even if they have their own
1: cameras there. Okay. Recording they can be you. recording you. The legal justification for the arrest, the... Shooter, that's the uh, the person with the camera, rests on uh, existing wiretapping or eavesdropping laws with statutes against obstructing law enforcement sometimes cited. Explain to me exactly how you're obstructing a police officer by recording them. Especially from across the
2: street, yeah. as a lot of these videos are.
0: You're, uh, their, their pulse is increasing. Uh, they're, they're feeling adrenaline running through their veins. It's distracting to ooh, them. Ooh, ooh. Uh, they're
2: worried
1: about not breaking the law. <laughs> I don't think there's much of it. I don't know. I I, I don't know. It, they it's it's silly to me. The legal justification. Uh, excuse me. Um, let's Illinois, Massachusetts, and Maryland are among the 12 states. Now there were three states that it's completely illegal to uh, record a on-duty police officer in 12 states uh, in which all parties must be consent for recording to be legal unless, um, as with TV news cameras, it is obvious to all that recording is underway. Mm-hmm. So make that clear that in those states, and that New Hampshire is one of them, that as long as people know you're recording, it doesn't, they can't tell you to stop, okay? Just cause, well, consent oh, means they that they, they would have to give consent. No, that that's, um, let's see. In 12 states, it must be consent for recording to be um, legal unless, as with TV news cameras, it is obvious to all that the recording is underway. Okay. So it's about an expectation of privacy. It's, it's about an understanding that they're not being recorded. All right, they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, difficult to say that when a guy's toting a big camera around. Yeah. Since the police um, do not consent, the camera wielder can be arrested. Most all-party uh, all consent states also include an exception for recording in public places where no expectation of privacy exists. Illinois does, does not. not. But in practice, this exception Nor is, Massachusetts is, is not being recognized. So the cops, because they don't have any onus of uh, uh, any, anything bad will happen to them –
0: Yeah. No accountability,
1: right? They can do whatever they want. So if there's a law that says you can't record unless they're in a public place and uh, there's an expecta- no expectation of privacy, the cop can arrest you in a public place, and whether there whether there's an expectation of privacy or not, and let the courts um, figure it out. Sure. And, and is the cop going to have that? You know, the money for your lawyer taken out of his paycheck? No of way. Of course he isn't. You're going to pay thousands of dollars to defend yourself, and the city taxpayers are going, to, uh, are going to pay, whether they want to or not, to prosecute you, because it's the will of the people. The people yep. gave this guy a badge, and now he's out of control, breaking laws, uh, obviously interpreting them in manners that nobody expected to, but we don't have any check or balance. Nothing you can do except to go to jail. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely insane. Massachusetts attorney June Jensen represented Simon Glick, who was arrested for uh, just such a recording. She explained the statute has been misconstrued by Boston police. Mm, How about that? You could go to Boston Common, snap pictures, and record if you want. Legal scholar and professor Jonathan Turley agrees the police are basing this claim on a ridiculous reading of the two-party consent surveillance law requiring all parties to consent to being taped. I have written in the area of surveillance law and can say that this is utter nonsense the court however disagrees mm, of course <laughs> a few weeks ago an doesn't illinois matter judge what your rejected, interpretation is turley yeah uh, a few weeks ago an illinois judge rejected a motion to dismiss an eavesdropping charge against christopher drew who recorded his own arrest for setting one do- for selling one dollar artwork on the streets of chicago although the misdemeanor charges have of uh, not having a peddler's license and peddling in a pro- prohibited area were dropped Drew is now being prosecuted for illegal recording, a Class 1 felony. Yeah, we talked about this guy's case. Punishable by up to 4 to 15 years in prison for selling $1 artwork on the streets of Chicago. That's why they arrested him in the
0: first place, and then he recorded his arrest. And yes. So even though they dropped the original charges that created the secondary charges, they're now still pursuing... The recording charges,
1: and um, the, I believe it's the Fifth Amendment that says that there cannot be cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, states that essentially that there has that the crime has uh, the the prosecution the uh, the charge has to fit the crime. So the the police the the, the punishment the, 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 the yeah the punishment has to fit the crime is the charge too. I mean you have to be charged Char- with charge something. is recording without a permit or whatever is recording without permission. But the felony is punishable by four to fifteen. Oh, years. Oh, that's right. That's the punishment. Yeah. So it's okay. I mean, so it's not. It, it, no, nobody in their right mind would say that that's a commensurate sort of. I would hope not. Charge, but well, the police would probably. That's say how things is. are going there in Illinois. That's yeah. how they they're using this law. They're yeah. in, the in rest- this nation of laws. So we have to have laws, otherwise things will descend into chaos, and people with uh, you know that are stronger than other people will will rule and lord over them. That's not happening now or anything. Oh In boy. 2001, when Michael Hyde was arrested for criminally violating the state's electronic surveillance law. Is this also Illinois, Michael Hyde? Um, I, I have to get through it. It's okay. Massachusetts, I believe. Uh, ah. A.K.A. recording a police encounter. The Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court mm-hmm. upheld the conviction for two. In dissent, Chief Justice Margaret Marshall stated citizens have a particularly important role to play when the official conduct at issue is that of the police. Their role cannot be performed if citizens must fear criminal res- reprisals. Note in some states that the uh, audio alone makes the recording illegal. Mm-hmm. The selection of uh, shooters targeted for prosecution do indeed suggest a pattern of either reprisal or attempt to intimidate. So people using cameras to record the police, it, the, the the pattern suggests that cops are trying to use it as reprisal. It's and this not, from one of the sup- Supreme Court judges in Massachusetts? No, this is the article writer that said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Glick captured a police action on his cell phone to document... What he considered to be excessive force. He was not only arrested, his phone was also seized. Mm. On his website, Drew wrote, "...myself and three other artists who documented my actions tried for two months to get the police to arrest me for selling art downtown so we could test the Chicago's peddler license law. The police hesitated for two months because they knew it would mean a federal court case. Mm. With this felony charge, they are trying to avoid the test on the, the peddling license and ruin me financially and stain my credibility." 1-800-259-9231,
0: 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL, C-A-I-TOLL-FREE line. And the funny thing about the police is, uh, you know, they try to portray themselves, many of them, as being so, uh, so courageous. But this is really a cowardly act on their part. We're coming up, Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian and Sam and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, including archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website. In fact, you can click into the podcast and go all the way back to the beginning of 2009 for free at freetalklive.com so uh the camera is it the new gun so says judge andrew napolitano from fox news and this uh, piece that you're sharing with us here tonight mark is uh, is digging in on this issue and talking about some people who have filmed the police recently in this country places like illinois and massachusetts and have basically been well they're they're currently being crushed under the boot of the uh, the police department Because they don't like being recorded in certain circumstances. Circumstances that, say, could make them look bad because they're hurting people or they're being tyrannical or just generally awful and they don't like... Uh, having that kind of stuff get out onto YouTube. And so now they're going to tyrannize people with cameras, and that's what they're doing. And uh, You said there are three states where it's completely illegal anytime, anywhere, pretty much, to record the the police? Yeah. Unless there was a, one exception there, right? No,
1: there was no there's no exception. No, exceptions. no exception um, in uh, for those states. Mm-hmm. It's illegal, period, in three states to record yeah. on-duty police officers. Well, they're your they servants. likely will not prosecute you if you catch them doing something really good well, and of course it's illegal, Mark. They're your servants. You're not allowed to record your servants, clearly. That might I mean, be if a... you were going
0: to hire somebody, you would always make sure that they had the right to privacy and that they could, you could not see what they were doing at any time as their boss. Sure, clearly. you want to
1: be able to check up on people that, uh, that you pay. No, 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 absolutely not. You know, I was thinking about this idea of cameras as guns, sort of what about the situation that most people buy guns for, uh, the idea of protecting themselves from actual criminals. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's some value to it imagine for a uh, you know essentially obviously you know if you're if you're in a situation where you're quick drawing the guy with the gun versus the guy with the camera wins Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, if you are able to get a camera out and it's non-threatening right you've got your cell phone you pull it out it's it's non-threatening to the guy if it's daylight he sees it's a cell phone as opposed to a camera and you can uh, begin recording him and or, you know, just pretend like you're recording them and say, look, I'm streaming this to the Internet now. And this is high density, uh, you know, high definition uh, streaming to the Internet. And I just I got to let you know, man, like right now, this is going to my whatever channel, my quick channel, quick dot com channel. Mm-hmm. So if, if you want to continue with it that's fine. But the evidence there, you can kill me. But my wife has access to this account. Yeah. And I, love I it think markets technical. I don't know I don't know everything about these accounts but I'm just saying that there's if you have an opportunity to to talk to the guy who's robbing you and you can mm-hmm. get your camera out and at least pretend like you're doing something it'd probably be better if you actually could stream but a even if you bluff them, you
0: might might be worthwhile
1: I find that a lot of these cameras take several button pushes to get to the to get to the point where you're streaming mm-hmm. I have one where it's essentially two button pushes to get to uh you know the the recording on the camera but I've had to set it up specially to do that, and I, I wish that it, it did it a little faster. But anyway, you still, I think you can still bluff your way out of a situation. Look, fella, you can put the gun away and walk away, and I promise you, I will delete this video. Or we can continue with this robbery, and I guarantee you I'm going to use it. Or my wife is going to use it over my dead body. I, look, you can go to prison for murder. It's your choice, or we can walk away. You've got my word, man. I'll destroy the video. And I think you might very well be able to bluff your way out of it. Just a thought.
0: Possibility. I want to come back to this topic here in a moment. Let's go first to Dave Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hey,
3: how you guys doing?
0: Dave, what's on your mind tonight?
3: Hey, well, uh, you were wanting some census stories, and I've got a census story for you. So um, I the uh, census worker, I didn't fill out the form when they, they sent it to my house. I just threw it out. And a census worker came by my house during the week when I wasn't home, but my wife was. My wife just—I told her we might there might be a census worker coming to the door. And I said, if you don't want to get raped, don't answer the door. So she didn't answer the door. <laughs> Does that happen? Well, you know, I heard that one story, yeah. so that means all census workers rape people. Possibility. So I said, just ignore it. And so they left a note—you know, one of their blue notes—in the mm-hmm. door saying, "Hey, I was here." So I figured, well. I'll just call them because I don't want them coming back to my house. Mm, So I called, you know, I called the lady and uh, she's very polite. And I, you know, I said, you know, I don't, I'm refusing to answer any of your questions. So you you get the typical lines that you hear, well, it's for, you know, money for the schools and you get your fair share. And I said, well, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I, that was the first thing I did was laugh. And then I said, well, it's not really my fair share if that money's stolen from somebody else. Well, it's tax money. I said, yes, it was stolen from somebody else. Mm, nice. And, um, and then, and then they. She wanted to know. The only thing I said was, "How many people live in the house?" And that was it. I said, "That's all I'm constitutionally bound to answer."
0: How did you get bound to the Constitution? I'm just curious.
3: Well, I would ask her that question, but she's a government bureaucrat. Not asking that, you. Oh, how am I? I'm not. I'm oh, just. Okay. I was just. I was just blowing sunshine. You gotcha. know, just You know what I'm saying? I just okay. wanted to get through it. So uh, I said, "Look, I'll tell you how many people live here because you know I can understand they want to know how many people live in America." Okay, fine. Um, not that they're going to find game it out from to... the
1: not that they're going to find it out from the census.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that was another point I made. I said, "You people already know how many people live in this house." Uh, I don't understand why you need to spend more of my money to. Well, how, would to, to
0: that? That? Huh? how would they know that? How would they know how many people live in your house?
3: Uh, from tax forms.
0: Yeah, but they're the Census Bureau. They can't talk to the other bureaucrats. <laughs> well,
3: they work for the same organization, one would think. Of course, this is the federal government we're talking about. Right.
0: So. I mean, bureaucracies don't tend to get along very well. So yeah. asking them to try to share information with another bureaucracy is probably a pretty big task. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you said but, uh, you answered that one question.
3: Yeah. So I said, you know, so, so so many people live in the house. You wanted to know their names. said, so I'm not telling you their names. And I'm not telling you their ages. And and then, you know, she did the, like I said, she did the, it's your fair share, and I said it's a bunch of nonsense. And then she said, well, you know, I can understand you're nervous because, you know, there's been people going around saying, hey, uh, impersonating census workers and doing identity theft. But I said, well, that's not really a concern of mine because I'm not telling anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you know, the information's confidential. Oh, of course. And then, and of course, and so I repeated Mark, and I said, well, just tell that to all the Japanese that the U.S. rounded up back uh, during World War II, and Japanese and Americans. And I said, that doesn't seem like it's all that confidential to me. And, then, and this, is where, this is where it got me. She says, well, it's confidential in the fact that the public can't access it, but anybody in government can access the oh, information. Oh, wow.
0: What a moment of honesty yeah. on her part.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? I said, well, then that's not confidential, is it? Because to me, confidential means only the census has that information and no one else does.
1: And said, confidential me, means legal. what we say it means citizen yeah, that 's right it 's a legal term, and when you consider yeah. uh people with government contracts out there it 's almost fifty percent of the working population works for the government yeah so yeah. half the, half the world half of america that that has a job can uh, <laughs> is is privy to your information that 's confidential <laughs> possibly yeah. I guess.
3: so i i all i you know I went round and round she was very polite, and I was trying to be polite i didn 't want to come off as a jerk because i didn 't want to come on was a nut so you know i just said look this is the principal stance i'm taking you know and and she was very nice and you know after about and then and then i started talking to her about you know the ideas of freedom and liberty and why i feel the way i feel she was actually very receptive i was really surprised Hmm. um great man well i'm
0: glad it was a positive experience for you and i thank you for sharing it with our audience tonight thanks for the call 800-259-9231, 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line.
1: The census came out to my house today, too. Oh, really? Oh, you'll tell us the story, I'm sure. And sure. me, uh, last week.
0: Okay, all right, we'll come back to that here. 800-259-9231, bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's
2: Ian. And Sam.
0: And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, including our bulletin board system. Interact with over 500,000 posts. It's over there for free at bbs.freetalklive.com.
1: bbs.freetalklive.com com In a perfect world, we'd all enjoy balanced diets. The food that we'd eat each day would give us the nutrients our bodies need, our bodies need. But if your world is like mine used to be, at least um, less than perfect, listen to what Mike Buck has to say about Nature B.
4: Hello there, guys. And you're right. You know, if, if this is a perfect world, we wouldn't be able to get a chance to talk to each other. And folks, today's the day that you can put Free Talk Live on the map with Nature B. It's going to help fill in the gaps. It's pure plant pollen from clean, green New Zealand.
1: It's important to note that Nature Bee isn't a drug or a medicine, and it hasn't been manufactured in a laboratory. There are no additives and pres- preservatives, right, Mike?
4: Yeah, you know, look, the only thing in these capsules are pure, natural, vegetable food, plant pollen. harvested fresh with all the vitamins and minerals you need. From now on, you take those two little golden capsules like all of us do, the goodness will deliver amazing, guaranteed benefits and improve your immune system while it's at it.
1: Well, it sure worked wonders for me. I fixed a digest- digestional issue that I had for years, and I don't think I've ever slept quite as deeply as I do now. How do folks get started in Nature B? and how much does yeah. it cost, Mike?
4: Yeah, it's easy, folks. And listen, now's the time. Free Talk Live, a special deal, six-month supply of Nature B, $99 plus delivery, right to your door from Auckland, New Zealand. Three extra months for free with a complete money-back guarantee. Now, that's the package. And all you've got to do to get to your place is call our place toll-free, 866 That's 1-866-834-8355. Or, of course, it's online at Nature Bee's website, naturebee.com.
1: Such a deal. Great value, loads of benefits, and a money-back guarantee. Call now at 866-834-8355 or go online to naturebee.com.
0: All right, the toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. And we're going to continue census stories here in a moment. We want to go to the phones and the fun also. We've got to get back to the camera being the new gun. Dave is on the line in New Hampshire, though. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Dave, hey, Dave. from uh, RidleyReport.com. That would be me. What's on your mind tonight? Actually,
5: today? all I really had, well, I'll, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Um, I, I, a couple years ago, I had this idea that if we could just get two, 3,000 people per week to look at the nhfree.com calendar, then we'd have freedom not too long after that. Because people just, if they just did that once a week and had just general idea of what kinds of liberty activism were coming up, that would just make a huge difference in the number of people we could turn out, the amount of stuff we could get done.
0: Right, you're talking about the well, activist movement up here in New Hampshire, the Free State Project moving hundreds and soon thousands of liberty-oriented people all to the same place and them getting active. Uh, you're referencing one particular calendar on the Internet. I have to say, I don't use that, uh, that calendar anymore because there's another one over at freekeen.com that is more relevant to uh, to my local
1: area.
5: That's exactly what happened. We, we, we bred and multiplied. Now there's five different liberty calendars in New Hampshire. It would be impossible to... I don't know that any one of them could ever become dominant over the others, and we wouldn't want it to. It's just good that we have this spreading out Centralization. The problem is it's hard to go to any one place to find all that information really fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: so what I've done is set up a sort of poor man's version of one-stop shopping.
0: And how does that work, and Dave?
5: Basically, what I've done is just created a, a URL that has links in one place to all five calendars. If you go to RidleyReport.com slash calendars, then you have direct links to all the calendars right there.
0: All right. Well, that's handy. Now, RidleyReport.com allows people to get a window into the world as to what is going on up here. And I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, Dave, but we were talking about Mark's got this story about the camera being the new gun and uh, some pretty scary stuff out there in some of the states in this, in this country where it's pretty much illegal to record the police anytime, anywhere. Have you heard about that?
5: Well, it's just it's a gradual process. It's not like any one big thing happened yesterday or a year ago. It's just gradually, police are coming to the realization that the cameras are, are dangerous to their jobs. Um, guns are dangerous to their lives, but the cameras are dangerous to their their legitimacy and their jobs. And um, so, it's, you know, it's to be expected that there's going to be some pushback. But I just don't know if they can put YouTube back in the box.
2: Well, it's not that it's pushback. They just want to stop people from filming them so that you know, this footage goes away, and that's really their, their solution to this problem. It's not to stop the abuse. It's not to uh, restructure their department or their organization or the way that they, uh, they handle themselves, that they operate in the marketplace. It's to, well, we're, we're looking bad here, so let's just stop people from seeing us looking bad.
5: Yeah, just like in Croatia uh, during the Serbian invasion, or maybe I should call it the Yugoslav invasion, in 1991, they banned uh, reporters from, you know, eastern Slavonia and Lukovar and that area. Well, uh, uh, what happened was they killed 20 reporters, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly the Yugoslav army doing it. They just slaughtered them. Uh, uh, But they couldn't stop all the video cameras from getting in. It didn't take much more than just a little home video camera. Even in those days, they they weren't that big. And so the video kept getting out uh, from the occupied area, and that's what eventually turned the war against Serbia.
0: Yeah, video is an incredibly powerful um, tool, and thank goodness it's so easy for people to reach now. In fact, Dave, uh, I don't know if you're going to be doing this. I've heard rumors but typically at the uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the Liberty Forum, the, couple, the two yearly events that happen up here in New Hampshire, uh, you tend to show up and offer some of your videography classes, your Ridleyography classes, if you will. And uh, are you going to be out there doing that this year?
5: Yes. Although so I didn't really plan or announce anything, I just sort of tentatively planned to sort of be around uh, after Porcupine Fest starts, starts coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what people can do is just come up to me at Porcupine Fest and set a time, and um, you know it's good for you. I, I don't really feel like I can set a time for people because I don't know what they're going to want to do and, and everything. So uh, I would just say just come up to me at Porcupine Festival and say, Hey, Dave, I want to I wanna take the class, and Saturday evening is good for me. Do you think you might have some hours to spare then? Then we'll set it and try and get more people there and probably have two or three people per class.
0: Great. And it's a real affordable way for uh, for people to learn some of the real basics of doing basically unedited news reporting. Essentially, you shoot... For what you upload, you don't necessarily spend time doing an edit, uh, an, an editing deck, and actually sitting down and, and moving things around in your video,
1: which is what costs so uh, so much time when it comes to to, to video. It's, yeah, that, it does uh, take Sam, time. you do video with, Weeks, the, with, yeah. with, yeah, with the obscure truth <laughs> networks uh, network, and it is just extremely time intensive. Whereas uh, Ridley, you shoot your stuff to to put basically straight on the internet, right?
5: Yeah, and of course, that's what most people already do to some extent. The problem is they don't know to turn the camera off. They leave the thing rolling for three minutes on the same shot, or or they're shaky or whatever. Um, And really, I I don't necessarily just teach people how to edit in the camera. I can teach them that if they want, but now it's become a more flexible thing where I can either teach you to edit, or I can teach you to shoot video that other people can work on, or I can... You teach you know to, to do what I do, the Ridley where you sort of narrate it on the scene it just it kind of depends on what the customer wants wants know.
0: Gotcha. well
6: and, and, folks... a,
5: and I, again i do I charge forty dollars for for each uh student, and the reason I do that is because I find that if you teach people for free, they wander off and never do anything with it. Mm. I think it's sort of a filtering process that we dot the part of people, that, the yeah, people that aren't serious. Yeah, get the ones that
0: are serious. Learn. And, uh, and yeah. you know, pe- people can see what you've been doing. Go to RidleyReport.com, and it's a really great way to, to keep in touch uh, from afar as to uh, what's been going on here in New oh. Hampshire because you, you are, you're in a lot of places and you record a lot of things. And, Dave, thanks for doing that great work.
7: Oh, one other thing, though, just a yes,
5: reminder, uh, the calendars, please, everyone, just look at those calendars once every week. Even if you're not in New Hampshire yet, get in the habit. It's RidleyReport.com. Flash
6: calendars.
0: Thanks for the call tonight, Dave. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. All right, let's talk to Tom in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom.
8: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to point out, okay, the filing uh, time for uh, running for public office is currently underway
4: right now here in New Hampshire. Okay, I, I went and filed uh, for United States Senator, and then I went down to town hall today and filed for... Delegate to the Republican State Convention. Thanks, Tom, important. for the call.
0: I appreciate hearing from you. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. It certainly is easier here in New Hampshire to run for office than in other places. It's free talk Live.
1: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: free talk live you can bring up whatever you want just take control of the airwaves via our toll-free number 800-259-9231 SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231 you can join us online at freetalklive.com features on the site are free so enjoy those and if you like the show and you want to help support free talk live you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com just enter amazon through that link and free talk live will get a percentage of your purchase so start your shopping through Amazon freetalklive.com And you'll get the stuff you're looking for at great prices. You know, Amazon, they're the world's largest internet retailer. Huge selection. Dozens of categories, even used items. Amazon.freetalklive.com. All right, we still got to uh, talk about the census, but let's go back to the beginning of the hour, Mark, where we were discussing camera being
1: the new gun. Let's continue uh, the story. Where is it from again? This is from Gizmodo.com. Gizmodo. Yeah, and we, I kind of got stopped in the, a little bit in the middle here. Yeah, they're I, talking
0: about the different laws that uh, basically restrict people from recording the police in a number of circumstances. In some cases, in some states, any old time. You can't record yeah. the cops. It's crazy.
1: He says in uh, in short recordings that are flattering to the police an officer kissing a baby or rescuing a mm-hmm. dog will almost certainly not result in prosecution even if they are done without all parties consent the only people who seem prone to prosecution are those who embarrass or confront the police
0: like when they catch the dog shooting or the uh, the police shooting dogs
1: instead of saving them or somehow challenge the law If true, then the prosecutions are a form of social control to discourage criticism of the police or Mm -hmm. simple dissent.
0: And that's what we've been seeing up here. Uh, Just this year in New Hampshire, they've charged a couple of the activists with uh, this illegal wiretapping, as it is called, simply because they don't like them. They don't like the fact that the activists are getting active, and they're, they're charging them with it.
1: However, the activists are taking it to trial, and right. they're not able. They they know better than to actually take this to trial. the The fact is, the cops and the the the, the you know the judges they don't want a jury to make a decision on this. It could be overturned. The jury's going to say wiretapping. This is a wire because this is what they're using. They're using a wiretapping law to say that you can't record cops doing their job. Yeah. With a video camera. The jury's going to say wiretapping. This isn't wiretapping. There's no wires that are well, being tapped here. I mean, Mark,
0: the, the law itself has very specific, it's, it's more specific than just
1: wiretapping. That's just the title. Then of why, the, have, why hasn't a single one of these cases been taken to a jury trial?
0: Well, I, I, I agree with you. It, it, it will likely because be they overturned s- they, on, they stink. on freedom of speech grounds, on freedom of the, the press grounds, not well, because a, they call it wiretapping. What do
1: juries know about uh, freedom of speech? Come on. Okay, well, anyway, go on. A recent arrest in Maryland is both typical and disturbing. On March the 5th, 24-year-old Anthony John Graber um, III's motorcycle was pulled over for speeding. He's currently facing criminal charges for a video he recorded on his helmet-mounted camera during the traffic stop. The case is disturbing because 1. Graber was not arrested immediately. Ten days after the encounter, he posted some of the material on YouTube, and it embarrassed the trooper, J.D. Euler. the this trooper is the guy
0: that pulled his gun on the this yeah. dude, right? For no reason whatsoever.
1: Yeah. The trooper, who was in plain clothes and an unmarked car, jumped out waving a gun and screaming. Only <laughs> later did Euler identify himself as a police officer. When the YouTube video was discovered, the police got a warrant against Graber, searched his parents' house where wow. he presumably lives, seized equipment, and charged him with a violation of the wiretapping law. Mm. Good luck
0: getting your stuff back, dude.
1: Yeah, Baltimore criminal... And
0: good luck getting it back intact.
1: Yeah, they'll just break it. Baltimore criminal defense attorney Stephen D. Silverman said he had never heard of the Maryland wiretap law being used in this manner. In other words, Maryland has joined the expanding trend of criminalizing the act of recording police abuse. Silverman surmises it is more about contempt of cop than the violation of the wiretap law. Number three... Police spokesman Gregory M. Shipley is defending the pursuit of charges against Graber, denying that it is some capricious reta- retribution, and citing as justification the particularly egregious nature of Graber's traffic offenses. Oddly, however, the offenses were not so egregious as to cause his arrest before the video appeared. Mm-hmm. So the guy does some, you know, he's out speeding like the Dickens on his motorcycle. He's got a, he's got a camera on. He's probably sh- intending to do wheelies and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. put the video up and say, look how cool I am. I'm a motorcycle <laughs> daredevil. Yeah. You know, Hit or Ma, doing. No hands. <laughs> Whoopee. And the cop, you know, comes unglued on him, but he's not a cop in uniform. He's just some dude that uh, some dude jumps out of a vehicle and starts waving a gun around and acting like a madman. And then at some point identifies himself as a police officer. Uh, the guy turns off his camera and that's it. Mm hmm. And then he uploads the video. So the cop doesn't decide to throw him in jail at that point. Then the cop, uh, then, then they see it on uh, YouTube. They bust into his yeah. house. They take his stuff. The, video, the spokesperson for the police say, this is a really bad man that was speeding very, very badly. <laughs> that is why we charged him for using the camera. Right. So if, if, in fact, he was speeding very, very badly and they should have put should him have in jail, taken him off they the road. should have done it that day instead yeah. of 10 days later when the video went up yeah. online. Seems pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, they're so transparent. Almost without exception, police officials have staunchly supported the arresting officers. Yep. What a surprise! Lindy this blue argues strongly around its ranks. Yep, strongly argues against the idea that some rogue officers are overreacting or that a few cops have something to hide. Arrest those who record the police appears to be the official policy, and it is backed by the courts. Carlos Miller. A friend of the show at Photography Is Not a Crime website offers an explanation for the second time in less than a month. a police officer was convicted, convicted from evidence obtained from a videotape. The first officer to be convicted was New York police officer Patrick Pogan, who would never, um, never have stood trial had it not been for a video posted on YouTube showing him body slamming a bicycle before charging him with assault on an officer. The bicyclist was charged with assaulting yeah. an officer for what? For Hurting trying. his shin yeah. <laughs> or whatever. The second officer to be convicted is Ottawa Hills, Ohio police officer Thomas White, who shot a motorcyclist in the back after a traffic stop, permanently paralyzing the 24-year-old man.
0: Well, you know what will happen, Mark? I mean, they, this is why they can't allow these things to get out. If people start seeing videos of the police being t- little tyrants and just generally awful toward people, then they might have their, uh, their rose-colored glasses shattered from off their face about what the police are really about. Some of them will. That's for certain. And I'm not saying that all the police are bad. I'm just saying that there's a certain...
1: There's enough of them, and that's the thing. The, the, the good ones are sp- spend a great deal of time playing you know, basketball screening games. Don't look at the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't look just at the bad few ones. Bad apples. Which mm-hmm. makes me wonder, what are the good ones doing? If you're trying to protect, if you're a law enforcement officer and you're trying to protect, and it's, and that's, that's what the, the, the system seems to be doing here, trying to protect a bunch of rogue officers. And there's a bunch of them out there. I'm not saying a bunch in one department, although plenty of departments, I'm sure, are completely Oh, yeah, corrupt. some goes all the way to the top. Um, if you're spending your time doing that, protecting the rogue officers, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you, the law enforcement officer, going after the law enforcement officers that are breaking the law? Probably. They're Wouldn't scared. you agree that it's the law enforcement officers that break the law? That they're are worse scared. than citizens that break the law.
0: They're scared. Look, these are cops who are scared of even coming out against the war on drugs because they're worried that the administrators are going to somehow punish them for it. They're scared of that level of punishment. Now, imagine the level of fear they have when it comes to a fellow officer who's a rogue cop. Like somebody who just doesn't care, somebody who's willing to hurt people, somebody who might be willing to hurt you or your family. You don't want to put your family or your career or anything like that on the line. You can just look the other way. I They're don't scared. think.
1: I don't think it's about fear. I think it's more about a p- team mentality and it's what they've been taught. Mm. Yeah, but why, why? Why would you go along with something
0: that is obviously criminal? Why? Why if e- even with the team mentality, why would you, as a good cop, tolerate? So obviously criminal activities that you know is going on, it's because you're afraid of the retaliation if you were to come out and, and do something about it. I
1: think it's – I think I, I usually am the one taking the, uh, the, the more mainstream view here, but I have to disagree with your opinion. I think it's because it is the standard of law enforcement officers. They have to break the law. Look – I dealt with law enforcement. They have to do do it to do their jobs in a daily
2: basis. Well, they're not laws. I mean, gravity is a law. They break their own,
1: whatever. uh, They break their their rules. Their statutes. But their Their statutes statutes
2: carve out exceptions except law enforcement. It's illegal to kidnap people, tie them up, and drag them off except for law enforcement. I
1: think it is the way to do business. Amongst the police officers well, they don't is do business. to break law. Sam, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop picking at my words. I'm telling you that I, every but that doesn't explain law why they don't officer, do anything about it. I dealt. No, it does because they know it could be them next. Because if people are yeah, but allowed, if, but but we're talking. There's a difference between them breaking
0: piddly little laws and them. No, you know, I'm telling you, listing people who's really. Like by a, yeah, a no, sicko but lasting, cop. No,
1: it, we, you're not talking about people that are, go, they don't protect the cops that are going after little girls or something like that. Nobody but, gets video of that. You're talking about people who use violence in their day-to-day way of 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 doing business and they get away with it and they've been used to getting away with it because that's what their job has been described to them as. That's what they've been taught to do. But they're and not now all, their job is changing. But not all of them
0: turn to violence. Some of them are, are diplomatic and some of them are nicer in comparison and they're there are good cops out there, but the, I, you, you, what you're saying doesn't explain why they don't go after the bad cops. And the reason why they don't go after the bad cops is because they're afraid
2: of them. It's cowardice. I disagree.
0: Absolutely what it 800 That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away. So enjoy those on us. Unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites, ours we give to you. freetalklive.com. Also visit Sam. Over on his website, ObscuredTruth.com. That's ObscuredTruth.com. You'll see great liberty-oriented video presentations. And uh, so head on over. And enjoy that. All right. So, uh, gents, uh, do, do we finish up the camera being the new gun and no, discussion? No, I haven't quite finished that article. If- For our listeners just tuning in, Mark, what have we been talking
1: about? We've been basically talking about how the pattern in the United States as far as uh, police officers and people using cameras to record their interactions with them, and I mean the the sort of negative interactions. I don't mean police officers rushing into building, burning buildings to save toddlers. The negative interactions with police officers have resulted in prosecutions across America for – people you know, wiretapping or recording without consent or things like that of the police officers. And it's actually illegal now in three states. Three states have changed their laws to make it illegal for you to record police officers. And I think that this is a terrible, terrible direction for America to go. The idea that people can't use – citizens can't use cameras to record the people that are supposed to be there protecting them – to me, that's the road to serfdom, the road to, uh, you know, down, I hate hate to use the Nazi term, but the road to fascism. Um, and it's it's a very, very bad precedent. And this article here in Gizmodo has been talking about it.
2: I, I want to point out real quickly the method that some of the other states are using that
1: we talked about earlier. And Sam, before uh, when, when you chime in here, yep. you spent 58 days in jail last year. For recording in a court lobby in a place that it was legally allowed to do, they you know they they acted in an illegal manner and mm-hmm. they actually never charged you for that. They charged no. you for other stuff.
2: Yeah, common law Just criminal contempt, which they came back with like weeks later. And brought up that charge, dropped the original resisting arrest or whatever. It was just, it was comical. But, uh, you know, what they're doing is they're, they're bringing these cases against, these charges against people, bringing the full force of law on people, and the the dumb ones will take the plea agreement
1: sure. and end up paying thousands in fines or maybe community or service hundreds or whatever. It or doesn't probation. matter as long as they're able to cow people into submission. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they get a dollar and a promise you'll never do it again out of you. And
2: this is... And the people smart enough to challenge it or that have the finances to back it up to go and, and take it to trial often have their charges dropped. So this is an example of the police using the system, supposedly the system working right. They're using taxpayer funds to, to fraudulently charge people with crimes and then taxpayer money to uh, you know fight them or do whatever they need to. And it's just, there, there's no real basis for it in the law. It, it's it's about a reasonable expectation of privacy, and I'm sorry if somebody's got a camera out and you're in public, and especially if you're a public official performing your duties that are taxpayer-funded, then the taxpayers absolutely have a right to sit there and record you. I mean, who would run a business where they tell the employees, okay, I'm not going to watch you, I'm not going to check up on you on or anything, but just please do a do good job want, and don't behave. steal from me, okay? <laughs>
1: crazy <laughs> going on with the article when the police act as though cameras were the equivalent of guns pointed at them there's a sense in which they are correct cameras have become the most effective weapon i hate that term tool that the ordinary person Not. i shouldn't rewrite wendy McElroy's article most effective weapon that ordinary people have to protect against and to expose police abuse and police want it to stop why do police want the most effective tool to stop and expose police abuse to stop? Because they're abusers. Well, it, 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 that, that's a solution. I can't think of any other reason. I think just I, I think it's as a, a whole, an abusive organization. Right,
0: as a whole, the organization is based on abuse. It's based on victimizing people who don't, uh, you know, who have never harmed anybody else. It's based on aggressing against people and extracting as much money and, uh, and obedience from them as possible. And the more people record this stuff going on, the more crystal clear that will become to people who who otherwise would never have, uh, you know, maybe they don't, they're, they're not of the uh, the class that would attract the police. Maybe they're of the respectables uh, kind of class, and they're. They're less likely to engage in any kind of uh, back and forth with the cops just because the cops don't tend to pull them over, that kind of thing. If they come across videos like that, that can really shake them. uh, It's a shock. I mean, to to see the police who you believe, have maybe throughout your whole life, you believe that they're uh, officer friendly, that they're there to help. And then seeing them treating people like garbage, I mean, the first time you might say, well, that person deserved it. But how many times do you have to see it happen? And maybe eventually you'll
1: see it happen to somebody you know. That's what I thought when I saw the Rodney King video. I said, he must have deserved it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm that kind of conservative guy. That's the the direction that I came from. Um, That's the direction I whence I came. I believed that believe well, the cops were the good guys. Yeah, and I, you know, I, it it's amazing how deeply ingrained it is. And I'm not saying the cops aren't good guys sometimes, but sometimes they're bad guys too. And the video is difficult to to, to uh, for them to to sort of just dismiss mm-hmm. several cops recently have been uh, convicted of things they would have never even touched them if it hadn 't been for the video so happily, even the uh, practice of uh, arresting camera people expands. There are signs, uh, even as the the practice expands, there are signs of effective backlash. At least one Pennsylvania jurisdiction has reaffirmed the right to, the, uh, to video in public places as part of a settlement with the ACLU attorneys who represented an arrested uh, videographer here. The police, I, they keep on using the term shooter and I don't want to confuse yeah. people who are just tuning in. The police in a Spring City East Vincent township adopted a written policy allowing recording of on-duty police officers. No, that's good. As journey Rad, uh, journalist Radley Balco declares, and he's been on the show before, state legislatures should consider passing laws explicitly making it legal to record on-duty law enforcement officials. They absolutely should. Better than that, it should be all bureaucrats. What's the yeah? What's the what is the reason why on-duty police officers? And I agree with you, on duty government workers of all sorts. Mm-hmm shouldn't be recorded what is it that our government is doing that it doesn't want shown on youtube
0: well not my government i don't consider them any i don't consider myself having any possession over them because uh clearly they just do whatever the hell they want to
1: well your master is still your master it doesn't mean you have
0: possession over him Hmm. yeah i don't like the term our government because it makes it sound like i'm i'm included in the, the the scheme. And, They'll uh, act like you are. I want nothing to do with them.
1: It doesn't really matter whether you want it or not. No, I think your master matter. doesn't really care. <laughs> I think words matter anyway, just to how I feel. Fine. I'm just telling you that yeah. the, your government doesn't care whether you want them to govern you or not. They're going to say they do. They're going to say, no, they don't care. You're right. We own this land here that you're on. And they don't use the term own. Well, they, they'll never say that. they Or say you own it. Right. You yeah. Jurisdiction. They have jurisdiction, which, which is they of won't a, prove an overarching ownership.
0: Which, which I asked in court uh, for them to explain how they got jurisdiction over me. And, you know, they have, not interest, they have no interest in explaining that. I mean, the, the easy answer is, well, we've got guns and we're willing to throw you in a cage. I mean, that, I'd accept that as the answer, but they won't ever say that.
1: The jurisd- jurisdiction thing simple. The fact is enough people in the past killed enough other people to claim jurisdiction over a given uh, land mass, and, and then they decided to divide that land mass, mass up into whatever little lined-out areas and call those areas jurisdiction as they could. So the, the I guess what they're saying is that we have the right to tell you what to do because we've, our organization has killed enough people. And if you can come up with another organization that kills enough of us, then you'll be in charge. I guess is what they're saying. It's a sick, That's twisted, system. evil way to run things. And I don't want and to do that. And look, I don't want to hurt right. anybody. I'm I don't not want interested to. in it. I wish, I wish you'd just go away. Yeah. The vast majority of the government uh, utilities, I don't want. Well, and that's what
2: the government would like these cameras to do is to just go away. Mm -hmm. I mean, part of it is that they're abusive, that there are people, sadists, that are attracted to the power that want to uh, control other people and like wielding that power over them. But the other part of it is these nice people who who believe in government, who believe that it can solve problems for people. Who are out there defending it because they see that, well, if we don't have government, then we have Mad Max and people shooting each other in the streets and so forth. So they're willing to turn a blind eye and pretend that this abuse is not going on so that they can tell themselves that this is what it takes to live in a nice community.
0: You encountered some of those people today and you got into a bit of a conflict, uh, an audio conflict with one of them. Uh, We'll explain here in a moment at 800-259-9231. Your thoughts are also welcome.
1: You can bring up anything you want.
0: Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live.
1: Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Del Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Del Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups, where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DelValleySilver.com. DelValleySilver.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian.
2: And Sam. And Mark.
0: Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site, and they're free, including our webcam. You can go and watch and listen and chat all at the same time. We've got it all on the same page, so you can enjoy the cam and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners at chat. Or excuse me, cam.freetalklive.com. If you go to chat.freetalklive.com, it actually takes you to a full screen chat. But if you want it all on the same page, go to cam.freetalklive.com. The cam, by the way, brought to you by memorydealers.com.
1: Did you know that Taron Lupo from the LCL Report and Wheels Off Liberty supports his full-time activism by selling Liberty-themed jewelry? Support the ideas of Liberty every time you buy some of his unique swag. He also does custom work for just about anything you can dream up. Find his designs, and I think they're well worth going to take a look. I've seen many of his stuff, and, and it's on all kinds on all kinds of activists. He even has a, a, a Facebook page where active, Lady Activists with My Jewelry or Activists with My Jewelry. It's, it's uh, worth looking at. LCLReport.com. You can join his uh, fan group on Facebook. It's LCLReport.com. All right. Toll-free number again,
0: 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. We've been talking about the camera Is it the new gun? Well, all evidence shows that it's certainly the most threatening device, and it's not specifically just the camera. It's also the power of uh, YouTube and other video distribution formats on uh, the Internet. But combined together video in the palm of your hand being able to upload it to the internet is that the lo- the biggest threat to the legitimacy of the police to this uh this mentality that people are indoctrinated with by the government schools in this country to believe that the police are just out there to help and to protect and serve you and to you know be your buddy uh when you see them swinging clubs and when you see them cracking heads and stomping boots and and throwing people around and, and just hurting people when you see all that footage you kind of it breaks down that viewpoint. It kind of breaks down uh, the, uh, the you know the, the the rose-colored glasses that people wear uh, about who the police really are and what they're really doing out there
2: it's just the cameras are just as dangerous to the police today as the printing press was to Mm -hmm. the established theocracies and and ruling religious uh leaders were you know hundreds of years ago maybe more so i wonder about that that's that'd be an interesting comparison
1: to make right Mm -hmm. and i don't think that every interaction that every police officer has is some kind of interaction that's going to get them in big trouble most of the all the interactions i've had with uh actual police officers throughout my years have all been pleasant professional if not pleasant professional mm-hmm. and um whereas i do think that most police officers have had a situation where if videotaped they probably would have their butt in a sling and i think that's what they're scared about and i understand it means that there's going to be an entire system change around how police work is done will it be easier or harder i don't know it seems like it might be more difficult they're going to have to use their judgment more and it's well, a presuming cameras are allowed uh, they they can't stop it. in them. three different states they've outlawed it it doesn't matter you can't stop it you don't you
0: don't think you don't think that uh, people will be so frightened by the potential uh of you know
1: going to jail that they would decide not to record no, this the, the the new generation is coming up with all this media just surrounding them. The demand of the public out there is they want police that are protecting them. That's a huge demand. The cops are outnumbered 10,000 to one. They can't stop it. And I, I just don't imagine, I cannot imagine them being successful in this. They're trying, but... I think you're probably right. It's a prohibition they, that they just cannot get their hands around.
0: What they won't be able to stop will be the actual recording and move the transporting of the videos. Because if you're at an if you're at a certain place where there are enough people, it's guaranteed that some people are going to have cameras because they've got their cell phones with them, and those have cameras on them now. And so, for instance, with the BART uh, attack last year, when it was in San Francisco, I believe mm-hmm. the uh, transit cops shooting somebody, just point-blank range yeah. on the ground, handcuffed. Basically in the back of the head. Yeah, just disgusting. Caught from multiple angles by people who As were a, there. Essentially an execution. And the cops attempted to, uh, to steal cameras from whoever was around, but because there were so many people there and they were in a subway station, people who were on the subway were able to get away from the cops and others were likely able to conceal their cameras and that kind of thing. So in a situation where there are enough people, the videos are going to get out. Of course, but, then they'll try to crack down on the people that post them. Then it'll you know, then the next law will be okay. Well, you know, if you've recorded a video surreptitiously, you don't want them to know that you did it, so you submit it anonymously to somebody who's a blogger, and that blogger takes it and puts it online. Or then they go after the blogger uh, for for putting it online. They're going to do whatever they can to intimidate and to uh, to make people
1: afraid of. But they of doing can, this. just can't do it. It's it's like putting the genie back in the bottle on uh, music sharing and video sharing and stuff like that. Are they? Is there anything that can be done as hard as they're working and as much profit, and there's more profit involved in in music and and videos and stuff like that, is there anything that can be done to stop file sharing when it comes to music and videos? Mm Mm-mm. No. So they can't put – they're not even going to come close.
2: Well, but, sure, sure. They, they give everyone who gets on the Internet a, mm-hmm. uh, an ID card, and you have to uh, log in and register every time you want to use the Internet so that the government knows who you are and knows exactly what you're doing online, and, and you know, that's where yeah, they're headed. But that
0: won't stop it. They'll find ways around the – I mean, if, if they were to implement some sort of elaborate system like that, which would require the cooperation of all the ISPs. And, no,
2: no, that's Internet, too. That's pretty much what they're doing—is creating this internet. I've heard too, about the internet two thing for a decade
0: to, now. When's it actually going to happen?
2: I, I don't know. There, there, I believe there are already universities, which is where the original internet started, uh, who have internet two. It's a separate, secure system where you have to, you know, log in so that they can track you and do mm-hmm. all these things. Uh, and I, I, when is it going to roll out? I don't know. I've heard the same things.
1: So, so most of these laws, uh, by the way, uh, are talking about recording. And if you're streaming, you're not necessarily recording, and, you know, that might be an issue, too. Plus, we don't know the direction that uh, technology is going to take. I mean, it, it's going so that you can just share that video. Like, you, can, you could have a network of friends that see your videos immediately. There's just nothing they can do about this. This genie is already out of the bottle, and they're trying to attack it with a fly swatter. They got nothing. Is there more from Ms. McElroy? No, no, the, the, uh, the article's over. All right, great.
0: So if you want to comment, you're welcome to at 800-259-9231. I just always am a little concerned for the American people because I understand what you're saying, Mark, that the genie's out of the bottle as far as the technology is concerned, but I just don't know if people's mindsets are out of the bottle yet. I don't know if if, uh, people's mindsets are outside the box far enough yet to really embrace the idea of essentially civil disobedience. Because, I mean, they are... In these these different states that you mentioned earlier, Illinois, Massachusetts, some, a few others, they're making it into an act of civil disobedience to record the police, and that does scare people away. We know what it's like here in New Hampshire trying to uh, encourage people to do civil disobedience. It's not easy. It's not for everybody because people have responsibilities, and they feel like they don't want to put – Uh, They don't want to take any significant risk in order to do their activism. And so it severely limits the pool of people who are willing to engage in civil disobedience. I mean, even here in New Hampshire, where we have hundreds of activists, only a, a, a small amount of them are willing to engage in civil disobedience. And so, therefore, you mentioned how Sam was in jail for 58 days last year for recording video in a public court lobby, which, by the way, now they've installed their own video cameras in that very same lobby. And they still are enforcing that rule. And the reason why is because there haven't been enough activists who've been willing to step up and say, I'm willing to go back to that same court lobby, and I'm willing to record. It was Dave Ridley who called earlier. He did it the first time. Sam, you did it the second time. After that, it stopped. It didn't go any further. So even amongst hundreds of activists, you have some reticence to engage in these things. So that's why I would say, well, it may be out of the bottle, but people are still stuck in their status mindset. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join us online, freetalklive.com. The features are free including listening options, broadband and dial-up versions of the show. Listening, uh, you can listen around the clock to those. The webcam, as well as listen lines, which allow you to call in via any phone. That can dial long distance and listen in, again, all day long, 24-7. Get all the details and get tuned in over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. The School Sucks podcast provides ideas and information about the eventual end of childhood subjugation. Because indoctrination plus regurgitation plus graduation does not add up to real education. Please visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's schoolsucksproject.com. In fact, Sam and I were uh, doing some school sucks outreach today at the middle school. We'll tell you more about what happened there here in, uh, in a few moments. But let's take your phone calls first. About what you want, let's go to I Man, Listening in Tennessee, you're on Free Talk Live. iMan. Hi, man Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
9: Uh... Hey, uh, I tell you, they don't have to me. The policemen don't have anything to say about it if we have cameras. They're supposed to work for us, but like you were saying last night, we're a bunch of sheeple. I mean, we let the hey, we got people around here, they worship the
1: cops mm-hmm. and the military. <laughs> it's disgusting, it's common.
2: Well, it's what's been what they've been trained to do in the uh, in the government
1: schools. Well, they're it, heroes. Of it, course, they should be worshiped. It's uh, worshiping a false idol against the Fourth Commandment and the in the Ten Commandments. I mean, uh, <laughs> God's pretty clear that He doesn't uh, doesn't want any other gods before you. And what is the concept of a country but this sort of abstract concept that one worships? Put your hand over hey, your hey, heart. Stand up. Take your hat off, son. Mm-hmm.
9: Hey, even without any commandments, you know they were for us.
0: That's I mean, what the why, claim why is.
9: Why do we, the people, not know that?
0: I man, I, mean, I don't see any evidence that that's true, though. I mean, the, yeah. I, I see no evidence whatsoever that they work for us. I mean, I can give you example I mean, I mean, after example.
9: I mean, we pay them with our tax dollars, is what I mean. They well, that's work for true. Us.
0: They steal our money, but they don't work for us. They assist in the theft of our money. The cops don't do the actual stealing. Uh, they send they send bills, and then eventually, if you don't pay, then the police or the sheriffs will come and kick you out of your home. Right. Um, So uh, but but there's no real evidence that they actually work for you in that, you know, you don't sign their paychecks and they certainly don't do what you want them to do. They they uh, they don't care what you think. They don't want to know what uh, what uh, you would prefer that they do. If they decide they want to come after you for some arbitrary reason, uh, it'll be pretty crystal clear that they they aren't actually in point of fact working for you in any way, shape or form that they are working for their masters in politics uh, that they are working for their own benefit, they're working for the system, and they're working to protect that system. That's who they're hey, protecting but, and serving.
9: But, hey, I think you said it uh, good last night that when a cop comes up you know, from behind you with the blue lights on you, do they feel like a friend? Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's a heck of a statement because you think everybody has that adrenaline rush. Yeah, And look, it, why? And, and to me, we, the police force could be cut by a hat, 3 fourths when do they yeah. show up? After the fact. If we, if we ended the war on drugs, we wouldn't even need them, except, you know, maybe occasionally. occasionally. Yeah.
0: yeah, and but, not only— not I mean, only... I'm
9: sick of the cops. Did you know that our <laughs> policemen have killed 2,000 Americans, arresting them in the last three years? Think about it. In the land of the Jeez. free, the Constitution Bill of Rights, we lock up more people than
1: Russia— then it's crazy. No, then all no, the no, other industrialized sure. nations uh, yeah. together.
0: Yeah, it's really madness, and uh, and people are just going about their own lives and trying to pretend like, well, it can't happen to me. And I think that's really a a, a terrible attitude to take because hey. it is happening to people out there who maybe it's not happening directly to you, but it's going to strike closer and closer to home, and eventually somebody know. that you love will be a, uh, will be harmed by these people.
9: Hey, uh, are y'all aware of John Ian Whitehead? I'm not. No, who's that? that wrote the book, The Change Manifesto. No, what is that? Uh, you ought know, to check that out. I think he died the other day. I, I just, believe it or not, I'm a Luddite. Like, I read a lot, but I'm just now, I have a computer. But uh, anyway, John N. Whitehead, The Change Manifesto. I have learned so much. But I, I've heard y'all say, and I wanted to ask y'all, what I'm sort of like you guys were. I've been talking a lot about the Constitution. But I, from what I hear from you guys, is that you don't have any faith in the Constitution anymore?
2: Yeah, so what I mean, are we
9: supposed to do? Is it uh,
2: can I can I give uh, you uh, some suggested yeah. reading that I think you'd really enjoy? Have you uh, yes. have, have you heard of Lysander Spooner? No, he was a uh, in the eighteen forties. He's an activist. He it was against the law to compete with the U.S. mail service and. As the roads and canals and things developed, transportation costs dropped drastically and business exploded. People started sending packages between cities, but the U.S. postal rate never changed at the 1.2 cents, which was really high at the time. He came in, started delivering service, uh, started a, a courier service between cities carrying mail for half the rate that the government did. So their solution was to come in and arrest him. And out of this experience, well not him but his postal carriers they started arresting them, they started finding them and eventually they destroyed his business. Yeah, they ran him out of business. That was the entire goal. He wrote a number of uh, essays and letters and things that are all wonderful. The one that I would recommend to you is No Treason, The Constitution of No Authority.
1: If you'd like to read what,
10: what year was- what year was this written uh 18,
1: oh, no, right. 18, 18, 40, 50, something like that 1870 sure. okay. 1870 was after the civil war wasn't it uh, i believe okay. so yeah i'll get so an the uh, there,
2: there's a audio uh that mark stevens has put together at markstevens.net or you can go to lesanderspooner.org and download the uh the normal pdf of the book or just the text of the book and you can read it right online That really opened my eyes to the Constitution, to the way the voting works, to the way the people aren't accountable, that they're coming in there renting things, renting the place, basically. And they make all these promises like, oh, you know, we'll pass this law, but we only intend to use it this way. Well, they're lying when they say that because they don't know who's coming in next. They have no say over who replaces them and how they interpret the laws so it's, you know, it's there, it, it takes it, all of the functional aspects of government, really breaks them down, shows how they're just complete fallacies, and uh, I think you would learn a lot from that.
9: Well, well let me ask you all this. Do y'all, do y'all, have you ever had Paul Craig Roberts on? I know you've heard of Paul Craig name. Roberts. We,
0: we've never had him on, but we have read some of his uh, his pieces that he's done and that have appeared over at LewRockwell.com, so we're familiar yeah, with You him. read
9: his book, uh, The Tyranny of Good Intentions.
0: Sounds like a good one, though. I, I, I do enjoy his writing. I have not read that one per, uh, particularly.
9: Oh, hey, that, is, that is so good. He tells how we have our jury uh, system, and he tells that 90% of our court cases are plea bargains. Yeah, oh, that's man. true. He yeah. says we're 90. supposed to be after truth. <laughs> 90? <I> mean,
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it's like 99 90. or 98% or something <laughs> well, like that. Well, I mean,
9: 99. It, yeah. And the, why is that? I mean, I, I just can't believe. I guess y'all hear this from other people since, since y'all are this kind of show Free talk, but uh, I mean it is like you said, insane that yeah. we allow this because the policemen the, and a lot of people. Let me ask you: Do y'all know that like I've, I've read and been discovering that our founding fathers couldn't stand the thought of a standing army? It's true. Yep, it's true. Peace and about the second amendment, I, I've been on here a little while, but I mean, y'all gonna cut, y'all ready for me to go? Well, we're gonna, we
0: are gonna move on, but go ahead and make your, your final point.
9: I'd like to talk to y'all about the second amendment. Sure. Uh, I wish you would get Saul Cornell, the call your show or be on your show uh do, well you, do you know i know you're
0: new to the show iman but this is uh J- free talk live is really a light guest show we very rarely have guests on this program okay. but i okay, appreciate I all the suggestions mark though him. sometimes gets guests on yeah his. have
1: him contact me at mark at com. i'll do an interview on the podcast yeah mark has uh, oh, uh hey, mark fast for me yeah mark's mark's uh what was the email again mark. too fast mark it's mark at com
9: market pretty tall. okay yes yeah, right anyway, so if you get in touch the second amendment is supposed to bring us together it's a civic duty that that both sides make the wrong argument when the right says it's an individual and the left says it's collective, it's, he says it's really neither it is a civic duty to bring the really to bring the communities together what
0: well duty implies an obligation and there. There is no obligation for anyone because nobody has signed on to the constitution.
2: I think it's an individual responsibility to be to be responsible for one's own safety. That makes a little more
0: sense. I man always appreciate the conversation. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, and bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, inviting you to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features, including our news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something new to announce about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com and get on the list. Either uh, you can get on the email list or you can join our Twitter or Facebook Or all three if you want. News.freetalklive.com. Like everything else on our website, it is totally free.
1: Have you tried to lose weight before but failed? I, with the help of uh, an expert, have developed a super concentrated weight loss formula. All you have to do is take the pills and you don't have to change your lifestyle in any way. I've priced them so that you can spend less than a dollar a day to lose the weight you've been trying to get rid of. Go to LumaThinPlus.com. dot com. We've got all kinds kinds of sciency stuff you can research there. It's LumaThinPlus.com. dot com. You can uh, lose weight the easy way without any new exercising, without dieting, which doesn't work anyway. And Without uh, all those weird, freaked-out jitters you get from most of those stimulants, uh, kind of weight-loss formulas, com. All right,
0: so uh, toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. We're going to continue with your phone calls. But by the way, it's uh, 19, Excuse me, 1867 was the year, apparently, for the No Treason, the Constitution of No Authority essay, as we were trying to nail down earlier. Let's go to David listening in Virginia, Mount Jackson, to WSVG. Hello, David.
7: Hey, good evening, folks. How are you?
0: What's on your mind tonight, David?
7: Well, I wanted to talk to you about the power of contempt of court Mm, here in in Virginia relating to domestic relations law.
0: Okay, go for it.
7: Well, um, I I used to pay child support. My child is emancipated, and I've I've paid it all off now. But in in Virginia, they are actually jailing parents. uh, About 177,000 of them in the last five years have been jailed on, on contempt of court charges relating to non-payment of child support. And in fact, for some reason in Virginia, it's actually against the law to pay your child support in advance.
0: Wow. So basically the court is saying to people uh, that, well, because you didn't pay, you are contemptuous and therefore you get to go to jail?
7: That is correct. Um, And a lot of them are being sentenced under the criminal contempt statute which has a 10-day maximum sentence, a 10-day sentence, and a $250 fine. Wait, that's all? A
0: A 10-day maximum sentence? For for, criminal contempt? contempt. What is the maximum sentence for non-criminal contempt?
7: For civil contempt, you can go to jail indefinitely for one-year stretches.
0: Yep, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's similar. I, I don't know what the difference. Is. I don't know if there's a discrepancy around here, but basically, if the judge wants to put you in a jail cell for uh, you know whoever for, for life long, they can do that. Yeah, I,
2: I was in jail with a guy who was there because he owed fifty dollars on child support payments, and he was there for two months. That's crazy. At Eighty dollars or sixty-four dollars a day, whatever it was.
7: They are here in Virginia. Uh, There was a guy down in a rural area of Virginia. He supposedly owed $20,000 in child support. They arrested him, brought him up to Loudoun County, which is just outside of D.C. The court found him indigent and appointed him an attorney. Then the judge sentenced him to 12 months in jail.
0: Hello? David? David in Virginia? Did we lose him? Sounds like it. Well, it sounded awful. <laughs> Whatever was going to happen, 12 months in jail uh, well, for child support. And I love the idea that uh, you're supposed to somehow be able to pay the child support from inside a jail cell, as though that's going to help anybody uh, anybody who's looking to receive those payments. Well, the
2: court certified the guy as indigent, which means he has no money to pay anyway. The $20,000 that he and owes. And then sentenced him to jail.
0: That's right. that's what the guy throw, was Threw him out. in
1: jail for not having money.
2: Isn't that nice? Genius.
0: It's a great system. And so everybody As if he's else is going to earn gets it, it that way. I mean, in that's... jail, because you can make lots of money there, right? I don't know David's you... back, by the way. David's back uh, in Virginia. Hello there. I
7: am. I'm sorry. No worries. What I was about, what I was about to say is um, he ended up doing his 12 months in jail, but mm. there are a lot of people who are being charged and sentenced under the 10 day statute who are actually doing one year in jail.
0: Just because they can get away with it, I mean. Wh-
7: well, apparently in Virginia, the attorney general—and I'm not sure this includes Ken Cuccinelli—but the the former attorney generals in Virginia have left it up to the sheriffs in each respective jurisdiction to calculate the people's jail sentences.
0: They've left it up to the sheriffs to calculate the sentence. So they come in and they say, all right, this guy's going in for 10 days. Now y'all get to figure out how long that is. Is that what you're saying?
7: That is is correct. And under Virginia law, the sheriffs are charged with determining whether the person is in for civil contempt, which could be up to a year, or criminal contempt. And if you're in on criminal contempt, you're supposed to get a day-for-day credit. And I was particularly uh, intrigued by Sam's contempt charges up in New Hampshire um, and and the video up there. But uh, down here in Virginia, I mean, down here in Virginia, things related to child support, here in Virginia, social workers can suspend your driver's licenses here without even telling you.
0: Wow. That's amazing. This is the same place where, by the way, you can't even use uh, radar detectors.
7: That is correct. They will take your radar detector, and I think it's a thirty-dollar
0: fine. It's nice. Not a very nice, not a very nice place, uh, place to live. Anything else you want to share tonight, David?
7: No, but I really appreciate your show. I, I try to catch it on uh, on the net when I can't catch WSVG in the wintertime.
0: We love WSVG. Uh, one of the uh, one of the few and the proud six night a week, all eighteen hours uh, per week affiliates. Thanks for the call tonight, David. I Thank appreciate you. hearing from you. And, yeah, definitely let those folks know over at the station that you appreciate hearing the show. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up anything. Let's go unscreened to the amp lines. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there.
10: Hi, Ian. This is Ty in Memphis. Hey, Ty. What's uh, on your mind tonight? Hey, I've got, like, three things real quick All uh, right. to talk about. First, I wanted to say, great show last night. I, I just listened to the podcast today because I'm working uh, Guard Goldsmith brought up a real good point and exploded the myth of American freedom with that simple fact that Americans have to obtain permission to leave the country. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a very great, salient point. Guard uh, is a brilliant I man. Take, I wanted to take a minor exception with Mark, or maybe a minor correction. He said that jobs, we were talking about you know, stealing jobs. You guys were talking about stealing jobs, yeah. uh, illegal immigrants. And he said that jobs belong to both parties. Actually, a job is a trade, and not neither party has a property in a trade. Would you agree with that?
1: No, I don't. I don't think that sounds uh, inaccurate. But I, I think I was just trying to, you know, uh, explain to people how when when they feel their their job has been taken away, they haven't had anything taken from them because if they owned it, then they would own the decision of the other person.
0: But isn't it more exactly. accurate, Mark, to say that uh, the, the job is owned by the business owner? Because he created no, actually, the job in the first place. It, it's it, not. It's, the-
10: it's, 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 ideally, I mean, thinking about it, technically, it's a trade between two parties, the, the employer and the employee. If the employer wants to do it himself then it's not really a job. You see what I'm saying? They're they're performing something that's within their uh, It's true that the job
0: requires a second party in order to exist, uh, but the the concept of the job was something that was generated by the employer, and so therefore the employer can revoke that concept at any time without the permission of the employee. If he decides, well, I don't need that position anymore, I'm eliminating it, I'm sorry, you have to go find another job somewhere else.
1: But the employee can revoke that same same position in the sense that – no one can perform the task that I – no one can uh, provide my monopoly uh, labor. It's my labor. Only I can provide but it. But that doesn't revoke so the choose, idea of the job. Well, the job disappears until someone else uh, fills true. it again. So, but, but I think right, that – but I don't it's think just that – go ahead. It's
10: still a trade.
0: I agree, I agree with you both, I think, to some extent. I think that, yes, it is a trade, uh, clearly, without the, the – the, Two consenting individuals, you wouldn't have the job. So it does require both parties. But the, I think the the maximum ownership, or the ownership of the job is clearly with the employer and not with the uh, the employee.
10: Well, I don't think I don't really think you can call it ownership. Well, though.
0: wouldn't he? Wouldn't he... the
10: party owns it? Well, ownership has
0: to do with control, and the employer has the ultimate level of control over the job. Uh, the because well, they're. Just
10: like... I could choose not to work anymore too. I'm not yes.
0: A you have of the control think, also also, because it is a trade, as you're saying.
2: I think the person creating the job is the owner of the contract, and the the two people are then working in an exchange type of agreement where one is exchanging money, the other is exchanging labor.
10: That's a more accurate way of putting it. And then finally, real quick, I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, but Ian last night and uh, the podcast you listening today actually is kind of weird with this time lag. Anyway, you said something about for promoting uh Free Talk Live. locally tips online for how to pitch this to the local talk station. Yes, sir. Where would I find that? Because I really want to get it here in
9: Memphis.
0: Local FAQ. Go to local fact, local FAq.freetalklive.com That's localfaq.freeTalkLive.com. Got it. Thanks again. Very good, sir. Thanks for the call. Hour three coming up. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231.
4: This is Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crum had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crum is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission: infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neil Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at BigHeadPress.com/pk.
0: This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features on the site are free. In fact, the main, uh, main feature of the site allows you to influence some of the things we might talk about on these very radio waves by submitting show prep suggestions to the website, and then other listeners vote on whether they like or dislike them. And the most liked suggestions make it to the front and top of our website at freetalklive.com. So go and uh, register for your uh, account. It's free, of course. And uh, submit things that you think are pretty interesting, that you think our listeners might enjoy hearing about. And even if we don't get to them on the air, if they make it to the front and top page of our website, then more people will see them than otherwise might have. Uh, so you can expose your favorite stuff on the Internet to other people that like this show. Go to freetalklive.com to get started on that. In fact, coming up this hour, if we get a chance, we're going to get into some of that prep from the front page of our website here in a little bit. But uh, a couple of personal stories here. We talked about the census for our listeners just tuning in, in the first hour. The census was a brief topic of discussion, and the both of you said that you were visited by a census worker. Mark, you visited today. Sam, you uh, a few days it was ago? this weekend, yeah. Uh, Mark, do you want to tell your your story first? What what happened? Because you've never received the census you, they never sent it to you. You don't even have a mailbox at your home. But a while back, they did send somebody out with a GPS unit, didn't they? Yeah. So we knew that they knew where your home was and that they probably would come out eventually.
1: But they had said they were, had deleted all the GPS data because it didn't work. That's what the news said. Oh. Because it didn't work out in some way or another. Gover- doesn't mean they didn't the mark you on a map. couldn't handle the GPS data or something.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember hearing about that. I remember that their their computer system was kind of broken; that it didn't really work too well. But that doesn't mean they're not doing things manually. So they probably marked an X on a map and they knew where
1: to go. So the gal came out today to uh, do the census. And and remember, I I have a I have never taken the the side that Ian has here on the. It's very important to do uh, census to civil disobedience because well, I don't think it's very important. I just
0: think it's a good opportunity for people to engage in if they've never done disobedience mm-hmm. or non cooperation before. And you're a little concerned about the risk factor. I think this is a very low risk way of testing those waters.
1: Agreed. However, I have done a certain level of uh, noncompliance with the government. So, you know, I didn't feel that I was going to get that particular bonus from doing this. Uh, the census civil disobedience. I think the census is largely pointless. Uh, they're not getting an accurate number. It's a, uh, you know they, they've got it's a miscount from the very beginning. So did you tell them twenty four Eskimos like you said t- you were going to? I asked her if I told her twenty four Eskimos would she have to write it down? And she said that yes she would. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, do you understand how stupid that is? You know twenty four Eskimos don't live in here, but you'd write it down how does anyway. She know that what's that? How does she know that? It's an eight hundred square foot house. Oh okay, good point. I mean, It'd be you'd have an Eskimo every foot. It doesn't make sense. Does that any include sense. the basement? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It sits on top of another 800-square-foot basement. So, you know, 1,600 square feet. To what? Still pretty difficult. Shove them difficult under the cars? And... Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> The uh, so she said that, and and I said, look, I'm, I'm probably not going to answer most of your questions, but, you know, whatever. And so she said, well, will you tell me how many people live here? I said, if you tell me how many people live at your house. Mm-hmm. She said, two. I said, four live here. And um, then she proceeded to go on and ask the rest of the questions. And I said, you know, I, I'm not comfortable. She said, answer whatever questions you're comfortable with. And I basically told her I wasn't comfortable with any of them. And when we got to the race part, I explained exactly why I was very uncomfortable with that.
0: So, you okay, know, that so that's, that's
1: that. All right. Sam, what about yours? Anything noteworthy?
2: Uh, nothing too much. I mean, it was the was same, the same guy. guy. Yeah. Tom came back again. Now, was, now
0: people can see the video of the first time. Where? Where can they? Uh, uh, Freekeen
2: is the best place. Freekeen. Uh, search for Census in the search search bar. Tom, the Census guy. Yeah, yeah, I think is what I called it. So again, you know, he was very nice. He uh, he made it a point this time to let me know that he's not a spokesperson for the Census, so he can't answer any questions, mm. and I can film him, but it can't go on YouTube or anything <laughs> like that. Did he really tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, uh, well, you know, I, I'd like to talk, <laughs> I understand you're not a, a spokesperson. I'd like to talk to you, you know, even if we turn the camera off, if you want, we'll turn the camera off and I'll, I'll just keep talking to you. Cause that's really more important than mm. filming this. Um, and he told me that, you know, he had looked in he had talked to his friend and his friend told him that they could have gotten the records of the Japanese Americans. This clearly disturbed him that he didn't know. Right, he that, didn't know about that, that the census was used to round up the Japanese Americans and throw them into concentration camps during World War Two. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, my friend said that they could have gotten it from dental records, from medical records. They could have used driving records. They could have used this, that, they that, didn't. the other thing. But I don't know if they used the census to uh, to do this.
0: So he checked with a friend to get uh-huh, that information,
2: who told him, you know, all the other possible places beside the census that um, this information because they're going go to go to
1: dentists and ask who the Japanese people are. <laughs> Perhaps, I mean, really, smart. the government's going to do that? The, they're they're very be, efficient. You the know. United States military is going to go uh, make telephone calls to dentists in 1941 to find out who the Japanese people are.
2: So I, uh, you know, I listened to the. Uh, I I didn't know the claim or or the source right offhand, and and that may be what you're looking for. But uh, so I couldn't cite that back to him. I, I asked him again if he had looked into Lysander Spooner yet. He still said he hadn't. He couldn't remember it. So I gave him to it again, mm-hmm. or gave him that name and the and the Constitution of No Authority again. Uh, he he really uh, wanted me to answer you know the question. So there's two people living here, right? because he had gone around and snooped and asked all the neighbors and so forth, because, you know, that's what government does. And uh, I said, you know, look, I'm just, I'm not willing to uh, participate. And he said, okay, and headed on his way.
0: So I heard uh, about my situation here, where I've had two different census uh, enumerators, as they are called, show up. The first one did not like being on camera, so they sent mm-hmm. somebody else along who was more comfortable with that. Although maybe she wasn't that comfortable, because I've heard rumor uh, because I know somebody who works for the census I can't say who okay uh but I but uh, somebody told me that the young lady who came out the second time who you can see again you can go to freekeen.com search for census it'll come up uh nice lady I had a great conversation yeah, with was. her she was very pleasant and uh and and understanding of where I was coming from and I had nothing but positive things to say about her uh she apparently claimed that she came back out here and claimed that I recorded her again now I don't know if it, you know this is true, but it's coming from somebody who allegedly works with her. So mm-hmm. she apparently she told her higher ups that she had gone out and done a third, you know, the third visit that she had done that, and that I had recorded her on that third visit and didn't have. To. It you wasn't me. That,
1: you don't remember that occurring? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so I don't know what happened. It certainly wasn't me, and I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's true. I, I have no reason to disbelieve the person who told me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, if that's true, I find it very intriguing because. I thought we had a great conversation, her and I, and if she was going to show up again, that would have been fine with me. I, I don't think I'm scary, am
1: I? Maybe she uh, saw the resolve in your eyes and mm-hmm. said, there's Screw really it. no point here. Yeah, I might as well tell a, uh, t- tell a story to get, to get out or of that's what I'm the thinking. Uh, Maybe she
2: just got, got it mixed up with another house. There's so many people pulling cameras out on these bureaucrats <laughs> these days.
0: <laughs> I wish that were true, but I uh, find it hard to believe that there are very many people pulling cameras out on them. Although it's certainly, uh, you know, it's, I think it's... They, if they're working for the government, they deserve to be recorded in, in what they're doing. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Other interactions here in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. It's a place we do this radio program. Uh, we moved here, Sam and I, we've moved here. and Mark, you're in the area. Uh, as part of the Free State Project, a group of liberty-loving people getting together all in the same place And there are different things that can be done in order to spread the ideas of freedom, and one of those things is outreach. So it's not just politics. It's not just uh, civil disobedience. Those aren't the only choices. There's also reaching out and helping people come to the, the same conclusions that we have and introducing the ideas of liberty to them. And to that end, we have targeted the youth. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll outreach to anybody. We do TV and radio, and lots of older folks listen to those venues. But the fact is, 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, those folks, they are not listening to talk radio. And they're probably not watching talk television or anything like that. So you have to go about different means of reaching young, younger minds, uh, younger, more open minds in general also than, uh, than older folks. And one of those methods has been to go out in front of the local government schools with School Sucks podcast signs. And introduce them to the School Sucks podcast, which is a friendly podcast. We talk about them on the air here on this uh, this program, and we've been doing that now for a couple of weeks. It has resulted in a newspaper article with a photo of Sam, and we'll, we'll get into uh, to what happened today because we went back, and we're going to go back. We're going out to the high school tomorrow, and then we're going back to the middle school the next day. It's the last week of school, so we're really pushing it. We're coming up.
3: This your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Carnation Evaporated Milk, the cooking milk that makes life richer. For rich and creamy recipes, visit us at thecookingmilk.com. We all have our roster of recipes, but eating the same dishes over and over becomes boring. Instead of throwing them out and starting from scratch, play with different ingredients to give new flavor to old standards. Try Thai spices instead of your usual Italian seasonings. That just might do the trick. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online. FreeTalkLive.com. The Shrine of Female listeners is there. With dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of this program. See what I mean by going to Shrine.FreeTalkLive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can become a part of the Shrine. Again, shrine.freetalklive.com, memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers including Cisco, 3Com, excuse me, Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's MemoryDealers.com. Again, MemoryDealers.com. As we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, Uh, we'll talk about Sam versus the honking horn today. But first, we'll go to Mike in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind?
8: I'm kind of, kind of following up. I called you a couple of nights ago when somebody called in about this Gulf oil and kind of said that my fear was that this was uh, not an accident. And misery loves company, and Alex Jones came out pretty much saying the same thing today. So I naturally I feel much better, you know. But I uh, think- Now,
0: wait, were you the guy that believed that um- – were you the guy that believes that the North Korean uh, military suicide missioned a submarine into the the drill?
8: I'm very suspicious of that. It's there's a lot of questionable things going on there. Yeah, you had heard it, it on
0: some radio show by some radio preacher on shortwave, right?
8: No, I don't think so. I, I've looked at that incident though a lot on the internet. You know, different descriptions of it. So and you'd and seen
0: that you'd seen the the theory that it was the North Korean submarine.
8: Uh, I'd seen that that was what they were originally blaming. Who's they? Uh, the the source, My understanding was that our nation and the South Koreans were initially blaming the North Koreans that some kind of sub had infiltrated the area where they were training, not some kind of sub, a mini-submarine, and had fired a torpedo at this uh, warship and sunk it. But as I read it, you know, they the area they were describing, you know, it was a training area. They they were specifically training for naval battle, you know, preparing for submarines. Now, who the is this?
0: Of, who, who is training?
8: Uh, it, it was a combined uh, naval uh, action, is what I saw, a combined naval training mission with the uh, South Koreans and the American forces.
0: So you're saying now it was the South Koreans in the Navy of the United States who sunk the or who blew up the. Uh the oil device.
8: No, that's an entirely different incident.
0: Sorry, I'm confused. What are you referring to here?
8: Uh, I was talking about the, the, you asked me about that, but when I originally called in, I I was talking about the Gulf oil dump that took place.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the oil that's currently spilling into the Gulf of Mexico right now?
8: Yeah, so that to me is basically an unrelated incident to what's going on in North Korea, though I wasn't in some way trying to draw that in, except that So, what, so,
0: so So, you, okay, what are you trying
8: to explain tonight? Uh, basically, did uh, I think that that's an, an incident that should be kept at the top of the news because I believe it was premeditated. I believe it was sabotage. It was an international crime. Uh, they used regional political bribery in order... To, uh, perpetrate the crime. So you
0: think that that's more likely than uh, than some equipment just breaking down because it wasn't properly uh, being properly inspected, taken yeah. care of? Of up-kept. course it is. You're saying it's more likely.
8: Yes, yeah, so they made. Well, a isn't design that the change. opposite
0: of what Ox- Occam's Razor says?
8: I don't know about what he says, but I know that what I looked mm-hmm. at said that they made a design change to the basic construction to the well bore that they were doing. And that they thinned the wall down, and that they extracted the drilling mud prematurely, and they didn't allow a uh, setup time for the uh, concrete, and they installed a faulty pressure valve. You know, it's uh, so. Wait a minute. Are you saying? That, hold on a second. Really I thought. I, wait
0: a minute. Okay. So you're saying that it was BP that sabotaged their own operation?
8: Um, yeah, of course. Yes, it was an inside job. Well, what about North Korea? What about North Korea?
1: Did they harpoon a, uh, a submarine into the <laughs> into this uh, oil rig or not?
8: Where, where are you coming off with that? I I, I I see nothing about what I said that has to do with the incident. Maybe North-
0: we're confusing him with somebody else. I thought you had said in the beginning of your call that you thought that it was uh, the North Korean submarine uh, that uh, that had had run into the uh, the the oil platform or whatever the the drill rammed it. The rammed the drill.
8: I believe this is BP Oil, and this is, they're in uh, working with Halliburton. And, and the purpose the ones, of
0: this is to what? To make it so they have to pay a bunch of money to clean up the spill? And What, what would the benefit to BP be by so, uh, sabotaging their own wise, operation?
8: It, there are lots of articles being published on, on how they're financially going to uh, profit from this, much better than I could ever say it.
2: I, yeah, so, I don't know if, I don't know how they're going to profit from this, well, but I, I certainly, hold on, hold on. You know, certainly they're a global.
8: Out specifically, if you hold on just a second, I, you know, I got a note on it, but it talks about how they sold out the stock right before the incident happened. No, that it was that they Goldman bought Sachs into another that did company that. that supplies the stuff that they're using to clean it, supposedly using to clean up this oil, but how toxic it is.
0: You're claiming they bought stock in a company that, uh, that, that sells the products they're using to allegedly clean up the oil and somehow they would profit from that overall by, I mean, that's some of the most confusing an yeah. un, uh, economically how un, un, unfeasible they, 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 argument. They, they, I mean, you're talking. Now, I understand the government limits their liability on the cleanup. That that I understand, but they they limit it to 75 million above and beyond the cost of cleanup. So they still have to cover the cost of the cleanup, the total
1: cost of cleanup.
0: Yeah, which is going to be incredibly and high.
1: Not just the cost of cleanup, but uh, isn't it uh, also anything that anybody else might have lost in the process? Uh, Damage to 75, 75 million above the cost of cleanup.
8: so people were selling out of the stock there. That we're, we're invested in this yeah. we're going You to do understand that if they were to be
0: get, You understand that if something happens And they had insurance and the insurance company were to Pay out on that, the insurance company would have All of the incentive in the world to go And in, investigate the situation And to verify uh, That uh, it was a legitimate accident Versus some sort of uh, planned Situation, so it's it's What you're saying here is highly uh, Unlikely that they would any no, in any way profit Off unlikely. of this disaster I
8: think at the highest levels are, We have government officials that were involved in this, and it's going to be extremely hard. And now it's the
0: government that's involved, too? Now, why why would they get involved in this?
8: Well, for one thing, they were bribed by the companies that put this in, in order to make changes in the construction plan.
1: Well, the companies may have, uh, certainly the government uh, agents got, there's all kinds of articles out there about how they got payoffs, but mostly, it seems to me, what the reason they got payoffs is just not to do their jobs
8: which was to prevent these people
1: from uh, altering the plans and doing what they did. When when was the last time the government prevented any kind of disaster? I mean, it's not really what they do. Thanks for the Uh,
0: call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Seems seems pretty unlikely that uh, the, the BP would sabotage themselves so they could buy the stock of another company that they had, would be used for the cleanup, so they could profit off of the. Uh, oh boy, more coming up. It's free
1: talk live.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up if you want. Just dial in toll free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the Cycle CAI toll free line. And join us on our website as well, freetalklive.com. The features there are free, including our wiki with over 2000 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. wiki.freetalklive.com.
1: You can take your courses uh, your cases to court without an attorney, with Jurisdictionary.com. Jurisdictionary.com explains how to use the rules of the American judicial system step-by-step, how to get forms, get evidence, move the court, set hearings, do research, draft pleadings, all of it. It's all there. It was written by an attorney who wants wants you to know how to protect yourself from members of his profession in a manner that the average eighth grader can grasp in less than 24 hours. It's Jurisdictionary.com. It's a great course. I took it. Sam, you actually recommended it to me. Jurisdictionary.com. All
0: right. So we just got a call a few moments ago by somebody who was it was a little confusing, but I think I've gotten the gist of what it was that he was trying to say. And he was basically suggesting that the the current oil spill situation in the Gulf of Mexico was an elaborate plot by the the, uh, the people who run BP in order to... Now, let, let's tell me if I missed any part of this here, guys. Uh, first... They set up the the drilling rig to be weak. They set the concrete weak. They did all these things to uh, purposefully make it so it was likely to fail and, and break they, down.
2: Yeah, they made all those changes, bribed the bureaucrats to get them approved, is what he was suggesting.
0: Right, because they knew that eventually it would break down and cause the one of the worst oil spills uh, that North America has seen in history. Uh, and therefore, they would have to—then the insurance company, I presume, I presume they're insured. I, It's just— I think that's a safe presumption. The insurance company comes in to make them whole and at the same time they would benefit because they allegedly bought stock in the company that would be used to do the cleanup services, so therefore they would profit on the ba- on the back end of it, which of course ignores the idea that the insurance company would not have a concern for the, the, you know the insurance company wouldn 't care about checking out the the situation that the insurance company wouldn 't check out uh, whether or not that these things were being done correctly and you know if the inspections had been done appropriately and, and do some level of, of investigation uh, and it 's also just really a roundabout way of trying to what 's the benefit for b p there they 're already making millions of doll- millions and millions of dollars a day off of each one of these
1: platforms right. So it just it just doesn't make any sense. Also, BP is the largest holder of leases in the Gulf of Mexico. And every day that this spill goes on, the likelihood of BP being able to continue to drill in the Gulf of Mexico diminishes, thereby diminishing the value of the leases that they have. Um, so they're cutting their nose off despite their face if what this guy says is true. And, of course, there's no reason to believe it.
2: No, I agree with you guys for the most part. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate here for a minute and just sort of explain the conspiracy side of how how these uh, arguments may be founded now it's my understanding that Goldman Sachs dumped the uh the stock in BP almost half of its holdings the largest single uh stock sale that they've ever done did that 2 days before the explosion now they may have had advance notice or something that you know hey this thing's leaking we're trying to fix the problem before it exploded i don't know i haven't looked into all the details of the of the accident and, and so forth but the angle from uh, BP, which is you know oil, it's a, a global corporation, these are the globalists that you hear about, would be they've created a natural disaster like the war on terror that's something that's big and the terrorists can be in any country, so we've got to just crack down everywhere – Well, it's the same thing with this. There's nobody regulating out in the middle of the ocean, and this oil spill is going to affect multiple countries on different continents, and it's going to destroy the ocean life. And that affects us all so clearly. We need some kind of global organization here to come in and solve the problem. And, you know, how these guys are involved in that, I don't know. Maybe what they'll do is force some kind of uh, cap-and-trade scheme. Maybe this will play into uh, climate change. But those are all because the government's going to step in and and create mandates that people must follow and
1: people must spend money on. No doubt about do. it. The government is going to take advantage of this situation the same way it took advantage of nine eleven. But correlation However, is not causation. Right. Correlation well, not, not being causation. There's no guarantee that simply because the government will react in that manner, and it will, I agree, that means that they, they did it. As if you drill holes a mile, more than a mile is a mile, a mile below the uh, the surface of the water, um, in a bunch of different places, at some point, something bad's got to happen, and we can call that bad thing an accident. And every time an accident happens, to call that accident an inside job diminishes the possibility that an inside job actually occurred sometime in the past. So if 911 is an inside job and then every catastrophe before and after is an inside job too, then it makes people think, "Oh, well this guy thinks everything's an inside job." You know, <laughs> like there's never been a catastrophe. There's uh, you know, I just sure there absolutely
2: accidents happen and that's why they build in all of the safety measures and valves and the overflow box and all of these things that have just sort of, it seems like the cards have all lined up here for this thing to fail. Is it? Is it because of just uh, government negligence, because the inspectors aren't doing their job, they're coming out for two hours to look around and give do a cursory check when they really should be doing an in-depth investigation?
0: Maybe. That's a, probably a factor. I mean, if if they're relying on the government for their inspections, then that could be a major factor. If BP doesn't have its own inspecting crew, they're relying
2: on the state, then that could... Could be a big contributor. And on the other hand, you know, we just found out a month ago that it was the the FBI, it was the government who sent a provocateur in at Kent State and got a bunch of college kids killed. Yeah, but so that's the, that there's that evidence that they do these Sending a provocateur in is
0: a little more low budget and a little easier to. Okay, uh, then we have orchestra you know,
2: Operation Northwoods, or the, you know, there's there's several other examples throughout history where they have been willing to think about attack people, the to money murder
1: people. you would make. If you were one of those driller guys, the roughnecks, I believe is what they call a guy who's Mm -hmm. on on an oil well, and Mm -hmm. you had your cell phone camera out. Now, I understand this wasn't the cell phone camera wasn't quite as available in uh, Kent State as it is today. But think what you would do with your cell phone camera if you could just videotape that, you know, one of one of those opportunities like these people are doing Things very strangely, like you could you could get on capture on videotape what it is that the government or the BP or whomever it was that was planning this explosion. It shouldn't be too difficult for the hundreds, more than hundred guys that were on the uh, the, the, the dozens no, of guys. No, but see, Mark, they're all in on it. Well, why would they have to be in on it? That's what I don't understand. Because they do this well, for a living.
2: The
0: last if guy EN said they're working
1: for the government, Sam. I'm going to figure it out at some point.
0: The last guy said they weakened the concrete specifically, and they weakened this and that. Well, and they but said... they're,
1: they're
2: told, look, we've we've got to make this happen. Uh, you know, push the limits. So they go, okay, well, let's uh, weaken the wall here. So they make those decisions out of pressure from management. Doesn't mean that they're in on the conspiracy or that they know that this is going to happen, but. Do, that doesn't mean that.
0: Yeah, but it but it does mean that uh, they could say something like you know down the line. and Maybe they've said this, and I don't know because I haven't pay, paid close attention. But they could come out and say, "Look, we were given orders to uh, to weaken this concrete, and uh, and we did. And I'm sorry for it. It was it was something that we shouldn't have done. But we, we they told us from high above. Has someone
2: come out and, and admitted to that? I I don't know. I have not spent every waking hour researching all the little factoids. Well, if they haven't,
0: us. then that would just uh, would result in the conspiracy people believing that they're all in on it because otherwise if they were doing the right thing they would come out and, and admit look you know that this is bp's mismanagement they were the ones that wanted to cut costs we were just following orders well bb bp is a bad guy they could pawn it off on the management if they wanted to well
2: and, uh, let's look at climate gate then we have scientists basically uh manipulating data hiding data uh, doing all kinds of things, threatening... Well, we're back to
0: Ox- Occam's Razor then. In ClimateGate, you've got all the, the fakery going on, this kind of lengthy explanation as to why cl- the climate is changing on the Earth. When Occam's Razor says, according to uh, Wikipedia, that when competing hypotheses are equal in other respects, the principle recommends selection of the hypothesis that introduces the fewest assumptions and postulates the fewest entities while still sufficiently answering the question. In other words, Mark that uh, essentially the simplest answer is the most likely the so,
1: one that takes is the fewest amount of guesses
0: so in uh, you know in the case of the the climate seems like it's more likely that the sun is uh, is changing things than uh, than all of the the yeah. human interaction that but they that, would claim
2: but that doesn't mean that the government and al gore is not using the fear behind the climate change sure. in order to push cap and trade through which he's going to profit in the billions of dollars from
0: there's more coming up here at 800-259-9231 you can bring up what you want this is free talk live Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but enough time for your call to you make it now. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. and tonight it's Ian here and Sam and Mark you can join us online at freetalklive.com enjoy all the features for free if you enjoy this program and you want to help support free talk live become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month we'll take that money in reinvest it into the show and get on more radio stations around the country bring more internet listeners on board with the show and expose new people to the ideas of freedom you'll get perks too like access to the amp only call-in lines forum the amp only podcast and more get all the details get signed up with any major credit card paypal some alternative options as well at amp.freetalklive.com that's amp like advertise market and promote amp.freetalklive.com so we're talking about uh these this conspiracy theory or one of probably many conspiracy theories around the bp uh accident and i have no reason to believe it was anything but an accident but people who are always looking to uh looking into things uh, ever deeper than uh, for their hobbies basically you always want to believe there's something more afoot something more than meets the eye going on here and maybe there is you know, maybe that maybe that what he said was true about uh, BP doing all of this on purpose, so they could make money on the back end of the cleanup company that they bought stock in, or something like that. And uh, and and Occam's Razor says that it's the most likely the most likely explanation, uh, the one that doesn't make as many presumptions is that's the most likely uh, explanation. And so it seems most likely that people just screwed up. They didn't do the the inspections appropriately, and something broke, and something uh, something terrible happened. And that the the idea that it was anything other than that requires some pretty significant evidence. And that's one of the things that the you know these folks that are positing things out there don't have.
2: No, I disagree with you. I, I think climate change is a great example of that. All of these scientists. We're not colluding together to, uh, you know, engage in some global conspiracy to to uh, implement t- cap-and-trade where Al Gore's company would be granted the monopoly for the carbon clearing house for the planet. They believe that the climate is changing, that it's, you know, bad for mankind, that we've got to do something, that we've got to control greenhouse gases and, you know, all these – like they've already bought into the propaganda – and I think really all it takes is someone, uh, you know, the the guy in the white lab coat from the Milgram experiments, the authority figure telling them, look, here's what we need. Here's where we've got to get to. This is the way to solve this problem. If the data would show this, then we could solve the problem. And they become a, a unknowing accomplices, like useful idiots who are out there. Okay, well, let's let's do this to the data. Let's tweak this. Let's make it look this way. And they've pushed this climate conspiracy nonsense that the earth is cooling and, you know, we're going to run into an ice age in 20 years or whatever uh, in order to, to push people towards this uh, this CO2 credit system where the, the uh, guys at the top are going to profit. What would you say to that? In In the same light of, well, if you have some BP executives who have found some, High-level, down-the-road way to use government well, at least and in the, the case corporations of, to control the people and, and somehow profit from it.
0: I think that in the case of the climate change thing, you've got evidence, the released emails that mm-hmm. show that these guys were essentially creating the data and that they were shifting it in certain ways yeah. that they, they And that to. may
2: come out down the road. I, I don't know. So w- wait, wait, what what may come out down the road? Evidence? Something, sim- something similar from out of the BP uh, well, That's what I'm saying.
0: All I said was that— uh, what. Maybe you disagreed with a different part, but all I said was that uh, ex- extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. So if the claim is that, uh, that there was some sort of internal plot to have a natural, dis- you know, incredibly large disaster on the part of BP, then uh, some evidence would be required for that. That's, beyond just speculation of, well there's uh,
11: you know they that's
0: they That's where
2: something. I did, that's exactly why I was bringing up the climate change thing that that could be a few people pushing the right uh, people in government to to sort of sway public opinion around this issue and get them behind it so that they could move forward and it's not it's not all the scientists that were involved in the the conspiracy to bring about cap and trade it's a it's a few guys at the top who I feel like we're
0: talking past one another here, yeah. Sam. I, 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 don't really, I don't really see how what you're saying there is relevant to what I'm saying about uh, the, well, you know, the idea that if you want me to believe, and I'm not saying you want this, but the guy that was on the phone earlier mm-hmm. wants me to believe that it was some sort of an inside job on the part of BP to somehow, he believes it'll make it more profitable for them to clean to spend however many billions of dollars it would take to clean up this mess, which I think is nonsense, but in order to prove that case you'd have to provide some pretty significant evidence beyond just pure speculation of what you think was going on.
2: Okay, that I agree with you. What I what I heard you saying before is that uh the people on the rig would have to be involved in it and I'm saying No, 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 no. they can get I, I haven't said to that push it to the limit just yeah. like the the titanic you no, know we I, gotta I be in new york there. by one o'clock so push it to the limit and they hit an iceberg and it and it sinks
0: yeah no I, I see what you're saying there if people were manipulating uh they could do so from above without the uh the explicit consent of all of the actors yes, and the, yes. are you
1: saying the sinking of the titanic was an inside job sam not at all okay <laughs>
0: let's go to tony in tennessee listening to wbcr tony you're on free talk live hello there tony you gotta turn your radio down Tony, coming to Here his phone now that he
11: can hear <laughs> us. Yeah, I got you.
0: There you are. you got to turn your radio down when you're on hold so uh, we can get to you quickly. Go ahead.
11: Okay, listen, let me ask you one question. One yes, sir. quick simple question. Now, if you take a, you know, a small uh, bomb nuclear device, some kind, two days or one day after this happened and you drop it down in the hole, which is very easily done. It's only a mile deep, okay?
2: Well, now there's like 75,000 uh, ga- barrels of oil coming out of this small <laughs> hole every day. Yeah, it's so. trying to, it's, yes, sir,
11: but now, by like, golly, you can you can you can put a little bomb in there and stop it off. Well, that
2: bomb is like a, a penny trying to be pushed into a fire hydrant that's no, gushing sir. water out. No, sir. No? No? Well,
11: no, well, sir. How would you get the bomb down there? You'd re- <laughs> that's not hard to do
0: explain it then
11: well if you've got you know if it's heavy enough it's going to go down the hole right
0: uh, that's possible yeah well only if there are if the if the, the flow it is it would have not, to be
1: made of antimatter
0: right because the flow of oil is
1: very, really it
2: significant
1: be, it, you, it would have to be heavy <laughs> enough to go down this thing that's no, gushing no if it
2: were antimatter it would just be destroyed when what, it comes what, into what contact what is the, the with super dense stuff the stuff <laughs> that uh, novas are of it made of? markets know i don't know yeah. <laughs>
0: sounded cool, no, though, but, man. I like I the, the bomb other thing made that, out of antimatter would be pretty awesome. The
2: other thing that could happen is if they were to set off a nuclear bomb there uh, is it could destabilize the rock. I mean, this oil field stretches for miles, and they could actually create additional leaks. And, and, and there's speculation that there is another leak, that the pipe is broken somewhere under the surface, and the oil is shooting out and coming out uh, like a mile and a half away from the, the original site.
11: Okay, let me ask you this question yes, sir. Okay. they've got a they've got a super tanker, and this has been publicized mm-hmm. and they said that they could pull a super tanker on top of that oil spill and turn around and, and pump the you know pump the oil out coming directly up out of the water into the tanker, filter it take ninety six percent of the oil out of the water. And recycle it. Now, mm-hmm. why have they not done that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, I, I would, think that's a good question. I've heard of these uh, these same pieces of equipment. They seem like. It, it seems like something you could do: extract oil from water, shoot the seawater back out. Everything's and, fine.
2: And why haven't they? Why have they used these toxic dispersants to break up the oil and just sort of spread it out yeah. across the ocean rather than the bacteria that actually break it down and, and then eat the, back to eat it and then the break it down into harmless components and then the bacteria dies. Why aren't they doing that? I, I don't know. I think those are good questions. Are they allowed to unanswered. by the feds?
0: Are the feds somehow preventing there them are, from doing there it? There
2: are companies sitting with warehouses full of the, of the bacteria ready to go. And Will the feds give them
0: permission to do it? How, much, how many hoops do they I, I, have to I jump, don't jump know. through I don't know. in order to do these things? You would
2: think with Obama on top of this that, you know, if that were something that would work, that they would, would do it and, and the regulations would get out of the way. Mm, regulations I mean, don't get taking, out of the way. He's taking flack on this. A lot well, of
11: Now, it. let me ask you this. Yeah, they said that the EPA was the reason that they they rejected the use of that tanker. Okay. Okay. Because it would put four percent of the oil back in the water. Mm. Okay. Yep. And does that enough. make sense
1: to you? It doesn't make it, any it makes sense. To it sounds to me. exactly much sense. what they would
2: do. It makes as much sense as FEMA during uh, Katrina sending the Walmart trucks. Uh, out of the area that were bringing in bottled water and ice, while they had their own trucks idling in Maine. It sounds exactly like what they would do, and that's that's that's
0: an yeah, example. I'd like of... to see
1: that news st- that particular news story where uh, you know the, the, where you, the EPA rejects the idea of these uh, oil sucking tankers, mm-hmm. so that we can use that in the future when people talk about the government saving us from disaster.
0: Thank you uh, for those questions. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, Tony. Those are good questions. They were,
2: and it was Ian here with you, and Sam, I am,
0: and Mark. We will join you again tomorrow. Tomorrow night you can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com by the way uh, we didn't get to your honking story today sam no, we didn't. maybe you'll have to tell that at a later later time because it was uh, i thought it was fun it was a short one so maybe call in with it okay. uh, we'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime freetalklive.com